welcome to Titanic Tottenham with your host, James Mervyn, and your co-host, Daryl Wadsworth. Well, Daryl, it's kind of been an up and down season, uh, past few weeks for the Spurs, hasn't it? Going uh. from top of Christmas, the, the performances we're seeing now, but we're just recording post-West Brom, and actually a few positives to take from the game, Daryl. How would you react to the game? Well, a lot more positive than what we've seen recently on show. Um, first of all, three points, job done, good to win. Good to get the feeling of winning back again, and I'm sure it'll do the players a world of good confidence-wise. I thought the performance was professional in many ways. I thought clean sheets always a bonus, and the fact we've scored two goals as well does us a lot of good. I think <clears throat> we started the game well. I mean, I think I had nine shots in the first half, um, but at one point it did look like it was going to be one of those days. Their keeper was having a decent game, and Kane missed them two early yeah. chances. So that was always a worry, but <clears throat> I thought second half we took the game to them well and we deserved the three points. I was really worried going into this game. I said it before the game, I thought that that game would have nil-nil written on it, given the performances against Liverpool and Chelsea recently. Yeah, well that's everyone's worry when they play West Brom, isn't it? Yeah, but to be fair, three points against West Brom, who've hit a decent enough form taking points against Liverpool and stuff, is, is a decent result in paper. But I think the thing that's, that's kind of frustrated me is the past few times we've watched Spurs were just lacking that creativity in the final third. And I felt today we were still lacking that. Mm-hmm. We were just playing against lesser opponents. I think Lamella <coughs> done a good job today. And that sort of, he sort of drifted into the number 10 rule. And he was sort of the creator. So I thought he had a good game. But Lamella's not going to work every week. And he's certainly not going to work against the bigger teams and the better teams. But well, I thought the introduction of Lamella and Lucas into the squad today was a was a welcome addition. Well, that's one thing uh, we've been talking about privately between ourselves is obviously that front three we've came accustomed to watching Kane, Son and Bergvine. Bergvine's grown on me a bit. He does the dirty work. He's good defensively. He's good dribbling. He gets stuck in. But he has just been lacking in that final third. Creativity-wise, probably as well. Creative-wise, mm-hmm. creative sorry. <clears throat> I just think Bergvine, he... It's the final product, isn't it, really, he's missing? Yeah. I mean, if we could add his goals into the team, then we would be a different team, really. That's just the the bigger picture of it. But I thought Lucas done well today. I think he deserves a lot of praise. Him and Lamella actually look lively when they come on against yeah. Chelsea. And I think they both deserved um, they both deserved their start today. So I think their performance against Chelsea kind of warranted them being yeah. into the side today instead of just being fringe players. Yeah, well, Glenn Hoddle said it in commentary. He said... Um, Anyone who come on in the second half of that Chelsea game would have improved us because we were absolutely yeah we were really absolutely sure. dire. Excuse the pun. <laughs> Great to see him out of the starting lineup today. I must say. Well, I mean, I was about <clears> to, <throat> to ask you there about um the centre back parents. Obviously today he went with Alderweireld and Davison Sanchez, mm-hmm. which is like dumb and dumber again. Yeah. Um, I think I had this discussion with you as well. I just think Alderweireld's just getting on now. He, he's missing Vertonghen in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's missing that key leader at the back. Dar, yes, he's improved, but he's always got those stupid mistakes in him. Sanchez, I used to love the guy when he first signed for us, but it's just we're kind of an awful lot of dead wood, I think, in the defence mm-hmm. that needs shifted. And I think a priority for me would be in the summer to get a centre-back, and I'm really disappointed that we actually didn't go out and buy one in the January transfer window. Yeah, I've seen, um, I think we were linked with that Ruben Diaz from Man City. I mean, before he signed for them, he's come in and he's absolutely changed their season. Jimmy Carragher actually compared him to their Van Dyke. You know, he's come in. He's, yeah. That's what you need. See if we just had a leader in that squad in the in the back four. 
I think we'll be a lot more defensively sound. I seen an interesting point on Twitter the other day. It was about Eric Dyer. And it was the fact that he's played midfield for Spurs on England before maybe gives him this sense of confidence that, that he can, can that, that he can play with the ball at centre back when yeah. he's actually technically not that good. Yeah. I think that was actually a good point to see. I feel like Dyer uh you know what? Sometimes he plays okay, sometimes he does well, but it's like it's almost like sympathy. If he does okay, then you're thinking, okay, Millie must be a decent player. Yeah. But then he'll just do something stupid like that other night against Chelsea, where he's on the floor and he kicks out. That's 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 playground stuff. Like that is yeah, really it's good boy stuff. The thing that's been frustrating me an awful lot watching Spurs, like at the start of the year, it was always Dyer and Alderweireld, mm-hmm. and I thought that was going to be our our centre half pairing. But now it's ever changing, and you've got these people, like the likes of Joe Roden, Jaffa Tanganga who, in my opinion, any time I watch them, they don't do much wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't we give those two a chance to play together Yeah. instead of relying on three centre-halves and Dyer, Alderweireld and Sanchez, who just, they just don't gel. No, but I think I think it's maybe experience Mourinho's looking for. I mean, the big Premier League games, Rodin and Tanganga, um, you, you don't really see that much inexperienced centre-back pairings in the Premier League. But that's the thing, though, Darrell. I mean, if you're old enough, you're good enough. Do you know what I mean? If you're yeah. good enough, you're old enough. Sorry. And um, we've seen that with Harry Kane when he first came into the team. Well, our average age now in the starting <laughs> eleven is about 28 years old. So I don't think Rodin and Tinganga fit into the starting eleven at the minute based on Mourinho's sort of style he's going for. I mean, I remember other Pochettino. I'm seeing a stat the other day. The average age was 24. Now it's 28. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just shows that the squad has stayed the same for too long. Yeah. But... Anyway, enough about the ranting about Dyer and talking about Pochettino now as well. Back to today's game. Well, positive was the return of Harry Kane. Obviously, after he injured his ankles against Liverpool and he was out for the Chelsea game, I had a really bad sweat mm-hmm. watching Vinicius up top. He had literally no support. So I think him coming into the team, he's galvanised the squad a bit. It's actually interesting as well because anytime Harry Kane was out under Pochettino, I always felt that the team played better, but it's now it's the complete opposite now. Yeah. We play absolutely horrendous when Kane isn't in this in the side. Yeah. I mean Kane came back in the day and he, he really done well. It was I wasn't expecting to see him back this soon. I was hoping he was gonna be back for the Man City game next week. So he was actually a really welcomed uh return today. I thought he played really well. He looked sharper than he usually has done when he's returned from injuries. That's probably because it's only been a week or two since he was injured. Um, but he played well today. I was a bit worried early on when he missed them two chances. I was yeah. thinking he's, he's lost a bit of sharpness, but he buried his chance in the second half. I just feel like, well, we haven't been like clinical enough even when we have like Kane in the squad, but today, you know, I, I kind of said to you as well, like I don't want to beat West Brom 2-0. I wanted us to beat 5-0, do you know what I mean? No, I, mean, every, every... I wanted them to, yeah, to go yeah, on yeah. and get that kind of confidence, but even at that, it was a decent game for him, and particularly Son as well, because I feel that Son has gone... Missing quite a lot in the yeah, past few weeks. Son, Son's come under a lot of criticism recently, to be fair. Um, it's a tough one because when we're playing well, Son and Kane, I mean, today they're the match winners. They're yeah, the difference. Definitely. And when they're not at it, they are going to stand out. You know, if Kane's out of the squad and Son's not performing, he's going to receive the, the criticism, and rightly so. He's the main man. Um, the two of them are the main men in the team. But I feel like... It's one of them things. We need more contributions from the rest of the team as well. We can't just be relying on Son and Kane every week. So you were saying we need more contributions from the rest of the team and then today the likes of Lamella and Lucas come on and impact the, the team positive. Yeah, and, 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 you, and, you, you, know? and you can notice it. You can tell straight away when 
a player comes into the squad or else another player performs well. Yeah. They stand out like a sore thumb because the rest of the team recent weeks have been absolutely bang average. I, I mean, bang average has been being kind. It's been probably one of the worst football I've seen from Spurs. I feel like Jose Mourinho became a, a little bit stubborn in his plan of certain players. Yeah. And I think that's affecting the team as well. I mean, well... In his, you know, all the time it's just Son, Kane, and that's our main creative outlet. Yeah. Like, harking back to the days of old of Pochettino, etc. We've always had, like, Ericsson yeah. chipping in, Dali Alli chipping in. But, I mean, you look at them players, Pochettino has. Pochettino had Dali Alli in form, Christian Ericsson. Who's Mourinho got? Oh, Mourinho still has Dali Alli. He's just not using it. Yeah, but he hasn't played yet, but we'll see. We'll see how he gets on when he comes back into the squad, since they've had this mutual agreement now that they're going to leave the past behind them and move forward for the for the benefit of Spurs. So. Well, I, th- I think that kind of ties in nicely because, obviously, the past couple of weeks, Jose Mourinho's became under, you know, intense pressure. And I've seen a few Spurs fans calling for his head. I think on the Titanic Tottenham page on Twitter, we actually put up, is it time for Jose Mourinho to go? Are the fans still backing him? Are they not? I think the results came back where people were still backing Mourinho. Yeah, I'm still backing him personally, 100%, still behind Mourinho. I think everyone on the podcast like really you know, wants Mourinho to do well, but I can't see him, in my opinion, as a long-term manager. I think he'll come in, maybe when there's a well, few we'll trophies, that. We'll that. and we'll then that. he's just away. Mm-hmm. And I think now that maybe he's not getting his own way, some doubts are being raised over mm-hmm. can he actually win a trophy yeah, with squad. Has he still got it? Is he still the special one? Yeah. My opinion, yes. I think he's still got the credentials, he's still got the experience, he's still got the ability to lead Spurs to trophies. Um, the football needs to improve, yes, but I will say this, we are missing key attacking players, Regulon and attacking mid, the likes of Lo Celso. Yeah, Lo Celso's been a massive miss for us. We haven't seen the best of Dele Alli yet this season, and we definitely haven't seen this, the, the best of Gareth Bale. Will we see the best of Gareth Bale? I don't know, but... This has been a recurrent theme every week since we've recorded the podcast. My view on Gareth Bale is now, I don't think that we should sign him. Mm. And you can, I understand your point of view. He's a Spurs legend. We've stuck with Lamella for eight years. Bale's yeah. not been given a chance. But if we're going to be paying, what, we've got something near £300,000 a week for this yeah. guy. And, and he's not even playing. He's not even trying or anything in games, you know what I mean? Yeah. He has turned into a Europa League player for us, like a luxury squad player. And that's not what we envisaged Gareth Bale's return to Spurs to be. So if we came down to it in the summer, would you re-sign Bale? Or would you put the money towards maybe getting the likes of Sabat, the Sabitzer from Leipzig? Or even James Ward-Price from Southampton? I think no matter what... I would what, put the money into, into those players instead I, of Gareth Bale. I think no matter what, I think we should be getting them them sort of players anyway. I don't think Gareth Bale, Bale yeah. should rely on the transfer budget that heavily. I know COVID is... A big thing and it plays a big part in transfers at the minute. That's why we've seen one of the, the deadest transfer windows we've seen in a while there in January. Clubs not spending, but I don't think Gareth Bale should rely on us sending a new player. I think, yeah, it'll be up to Daniel Levy and Mourinho at the end of the day if he does stay. I want him to stay. I want him to succeed. I think every Spurs fan does want him to succeed. But I just feel like... See, that's the thing. This, no, Darryl, if, this, if current, this, this current Spurs team at the minute is one of the most divided I've seen fans yeah. over so many subjects Mourinho in Mourinho out be able to stay Dele Alli to play what style of football are we going to do you know it's been divided at least at one point before we were all divided over the same thing it was Daniel Levy it was our 
you wanted him in or you wanted him out. Yeah. Now nah, it's Daniel Levy and out Mourinho Bale. You know what I mean? There's so many other so complications many in this world. And it's yeah. really dividing the fan base at the minute, and I'm not liking it. I've seen Spurs fans on Twitter there this week leading up to the West Brom game actually wanting us to lose. I mean, I would never in a million years ever wish for Spurs to lose just so they can maybe hope that Mourinho goes. Yeah, Mourinho's absolutely. the manager. Deal with it. Get behind him. Back him. Yes, the football ain't been great, but give him a chance. Give the players... Well, I say give the players a chance. The players have had their chances, and I think that's the problem. I just don't, think, though, I just the don't think they're performing to the ability, or I just don't think they have the ability. You say the players have been given a chance, but why is Dali Ali not playing? Why is Bale not playing? Why is Vinicius not playing? Because them, them players haven't had the attitude at the moment, in my opinion. But the players that are playing and are being picked aren't good enough. You know? And I think we need to... I would actually I'll, judge, I'll, ju- I'll judge Mourinho when he's had a new transfer window in. I know he's had two already, but there's still a lot of them players from Pochettino's reign that are just not good enough. I would actually disagree with you, Daryl. How, how can you say Dali Ali's attitude has been poor when every time he's played for us, so far this season, he scored... He's contributed in assists. Same with Vinicius. To be fair, to a certain extent, he's came in and he's tried his best. But, I mean, the, the guy was top scorer in the Portuguese league. We've paid big bucks for him for a loan. I think we've an option to buy on him too. He needs to be playing in these Premier League games and he needs support. He needs to be put in the Spurs side. Same with Dali Ali, that are actually playing well mm. to bleed these players in. Yeah. And then we can rely on them when the likes of Sonic are out. Yeah, I get that. I get players do need a chance to show what they can do. And you touch on players doing their best. Mourinho said in a press conference this week, he's doing his best, Bale's doing his best, everyone's doing their best. Maybe if all these players are doing their best, maybe Vinicius is doing his best and he's just not good enough. You know, The Premier League's a hard league to adapt to and Jose Mourinho, he's going to be harsh, he's going to be critical of players. Maybe they just aren't good enough. Deli Alli, I mean, I just don't think he's been good enough either. They weren't the start. But See, I, but I now just, would but now but now we need him. Yeah. On whenever we're winning every game every week, beating United six one, are you missing Dali Ali? No, no. Those are the the sort of games that you need to bleed these players into. Mm. Do you get my point? I get your point. Yeah, but I just feel like we've had a really really bad run of form. And let's not let's get one thing clear here as well. Dali Ali has been poor for the past eighteen months to two years. You know what I mean? Under Pochettino as well, he was poor. This yeah. isn't this isn't a Mourinho problem. This isn't just oh we're doing well at the start of the season. Now results are going bad. Deli Ali's going to come back and save us. Maybe he will, but pe- people need to remember and the fans need to remember. Deli Ali hasn't been the player that he was under Pochettino, under Mourinho, and you can't expect him to come in and save us because the club, the issues lie deep within the club. They lie within every player at the club. It's not a Deli Ali problem. It's not a Jose Mourinho problem. It's a squad problem, and it has been for the past few years. The one point I'll make on Deli Ali and maybe a little bit on Bale too. When Deli Ali first started playing for Tottenham, he had that eye of the tiger. He was in people's faces. He was making tackles. He was scoring. He really had that hunger to do well and win trophies. Well, let's see it back now. Now he's bought into his own hype, but that's the thing it was kinda, uh, I was getting to. Under Mourinho, Mourinho really trusted him. He said that West Ham game last year, Bournemouth, everything. like He had that eye of the tiger back, and it really felt like you know Mourinho loved him. I think Mourinho said in the Ball or Nothing documentary, Deli Ali was the one player who Alex Ferguson told him to sign at Manchester United because he had that eye of the tiger. And I think Pochettino almost limited him a bit by not encouraging him to have that eye of the tiger. Mm. And the same goes for Bale. I mean, Bale, when he went to Real Madrid, had that hunger to win trophies. Now he's won it. He's, he's kind of just rested on his laurels. Mm. He's, what, three times Champions League winner, Spanish Premier League winner, 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's made his money. He's kind of, you know, fair enough. He does love Tottenham, but like realistically, I do agree. He needs to be given more back. I'm on, not, like, is, I'm, is he going to try or you know? I'm not. I, I know. I feel. I feel like I'm coming across as a fool. I'm pro Mourinho. I'm pro Bale. against Dele Alli, but you know, I just want the best for the squad and the team. That's the same with every Spurs it's fan. It's not that I'm against Jose Mourinho. I do like Jose Mourinho. I'm very vocal about why I support him on Twitter, on my social media platforms. But, you know, you've got these players and he's just not playing them. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's became incredibly stale. Yeah, it's frustrating. At the start of the season, we were playing really well, but now teams have found out how to play against us. So, if I was Mourinho, I would have bled these players in when we were playing well to rely on them on the big moments. Because we always know Kane's going to get injured at some point yeah. with his ankles. It, it's a recurrent theme. It's like recursed. Yeah, well, thank God he's back, actually. <laughs> not, Do you know what I mean? Not out for longer. I thought he was going to be out for a few weeks, a few months, even. Well, it's positive he's back, actually, because we're playing in the fifth round against uh, Everton in the FA Cup. Which is also my birthday. Yeah. So we better not lose. <laughs> Could be an awful birthday, so we better win. Oh, sure. I'll surely get We're going to win, anyway. and Bill's going to score. Bill's going to score, and Mourinho will be back, you know. But um, I watched the. You did as well last night. You watched the Everton and Manchester United game, and Everton are a top side. Yeah, Everton um, look good. Yeah, and I'd say we're more shaky at the back than what United are. Yeah. In my opinion, so it's gonna be a, a real test of character. I love to see Bale and Dali Ali after us going on this rant start bleed in the fresh players. Like let them let them just go and have a rattle at this mm-hmm. FA Cup. Do you but, know what I mean? But, I, I love that to happen. Yeah. Then we play Man City in our next uh, league game. Yep. The question I have for you, Daryl, would you rather beat Man City and get back in the title race? Or beat them in the, the League Cup final? No, I want to beat them in both. I thought you were going to ask me there, <laughs> would you rather beat Everton or City? Looking that far ahead, the City, but I think I want to win every game. Every Spurs fan wants to win every game. But I mean, I it's think Man City has their numbers in, like, I really do. Yeah, well, we can't we can't keep playing these tactics against them forever, like, so. But I think the League game will be a lot different to the League, fi- league Cup final, hopefully. But we'll deal with that when it comes to it. It's Everton next. Um, and I think. If we defend well against Everton, I think we have a chance. I watched them against United, like we were saying there, and first half, you know, they, they weren't that great. They let, they let United come at them. They didn't know what to do when they went forward. Yeah. If we're clinical and we get at them, we can beat Everton. There's no doubt about it. We have a better squad than Everton do. We have a better manager. We need to get out of the first 20 minutes. But we need to play well. This is the thing. If we play well, we're better than most teams in the league, and that's just a straight fact. Yeah. And the FA Cup as well, as you know, we're starving for trophies. We need a win. And I think Wednesday, I think it'll be a good game, to be fair. And I'm looking forward to it. Um, you mentioned after West Brom there, um, between us, you were like, we beat Man City, we could potentially be back into the title race. I think we're out of the title race, but we're definitely in the Cups. The Cups should be our focus. Yeah. We're definitely still in the Cups, yeah. We're definitely... Um, I think title, top four in the Cups we need to be aiming for. Although, like I was saying earlier on, um, if you pick up three wins in a row in the Premier League, you don't know where you're going to be in the table. Yet. I mean, we've just went three games without a win, and uh, three three losses on the bounce there, and we've ended up in ninth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Three wins on the bounce, we could end up in third. Yeah, that's you know what true. I mean. Yeah. This is this is just how the league goes, and especially with uh, the likes of City and Liverpool playing each other this week, today actually. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes and how it pans out, but. After the win today, I'm keeping positive and better signs today that we're we're on the right track anyway. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, West Brom beforehand did seem like a tricky fixture given our current run of form, but I'm glad we picked up the three points. Slightly more fluidity in the attack. 
which we'll want to see more of against um, Everton in the NFA Cup and hopefully City. That'll that'll bring us into the the, the Man City in, in a good run of form. But I mean, um, this pretty much wraps up the podcast anyway. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Titanic Spurs. Isn't it or Titanic Tottenham? Titanic Spurs isn't it on Titanic Twitter? Spurs on Twitter, Titanic Tottenham on, on Instagram. Instagram. And that's all from us. Until the next time, keep the faith and up the Spurs.